another episode of fit for life radio and we got the whole whole squad the whole the whole team here the original miami heat so we have we have all we have all three we have lebron lebron we're not even going to say who's who's who we're, we, we play different roles depending on the on what the game on the opponent so but we do have a Le, lebron james role a Dwayne wade role and a chris bosh role mm. and last last week Two of two of them were injured, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So I so I was LeBron last week. I just had to had to. Take yeah, you had to. That's fine. I, I can. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm cool with that. You can be LeBron. Uh, but uh, yeah, I feel, you can only want to be Bosch. Is that weird? Well, it's not. It's not as much pressure, choose? right? Oh, there's no pressure. He's kind of an. Ex, I feel so. like yeah, like you're you're right though. Like even Dwayne Wade has a little more pressure than Chris oh, Bosch, right? right? Oh, Mister yeah. Miami, you're the distributor. Yeah, yeah. like but Chris Bosch, like. You just gotta not play bad. Make some plays. And like that's like, it. Like you just have to not mess up, and you're good. But, here, but so, here's the thing: Do you win the championships without them? Probably not. I mean, m- maybe right. uh, you right. can, but that's the thing. Like it's still it's still an important piece. I make your jobs a little easier. So, <laughs> Take some of that heat. I feel bad for the non-sports fans. They don't mm. even know. Who and we're this isn't about. even like real gen- general sports, like. This is deeper than just the Super Bowl. Very specific. Yep. But our sports fans will appreciate it. So, mm-hmm. all right. So getting into something everyone will appreciate, we're going we're gonna to knock out some questions that we have, some cool common questions I'm sure a lot of people think about. Um, we tend, we get a lot of feedback that, that everyone loves the quick Q&As. So, so let's, mm-hmm. let's dive right in. What do you got? Dive right in. Real quick before we dive right in. Speaking of sports, what's your <laughs> where's your Super Bowl prediction? Just just the winner. Uh, prediction is Pats. Like yeah, not who I want to win because like it just gets boring. Freaking Patriots are gonna win again. It's like the Yankees. You know what I mean? Like that's what we're getting. And is it even fun anymore to watch? And I think a lot of us like the underdog story. So like. I was pulling for the Vikings, being a Vikings fan, you know? I would love to see the Vikings go. Or even the Jags. Like, like let the Jags do something, man. First time it would have been for them. Oh, it would have been so good. But, yeah, Pats, like, I don't know, man. I was originally hoping for a Pats-Saints Super Bowl so we could get that uh, that uh, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees matchup, you know? kind of. But I think, I think Tom Brady wins out every time. Uh, you know, I'm actually a little worried. I think the Eagles match up pretty good against the, the Patriots. Well, yeah, but I'm talking, like, Drew Brees to Tom Brady. Like, oh, right, yeah, yeah I yeah. feel like Tom Brady is still, like, like, Drew Brees is one of the all-time greats, but I feel like Tom Brady is always, like, a step but ahead. But honestly, it just comes, in a situation like that, it comes down to who has the ball last almost. So. Yep. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm going mm. for the Patriots because I just can't. You know, the Eagles are a rival with the Redskins. And I, yeah. yeah. So, and at this point, the Patriots are such a great thing that will never happen again. It's almost like, well, just let Let's ride let it them, out. Yeah, see, see where it goes. Maximize, yeah. maximize the greatness, you know? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I can see that. I about that, too. Wasn't there, I mean, there's just this, been this stretch the last, uh, like, 20 years of these, these greats, like, kind of uh, unseen greats, like the Bulls. 
were in the 90s and like yeah. the, Pats, the Pats now. Uh-huh. It, yeah, when are we ever going to see this type of domination? In, fo- in Bama, football, never. College football. Yeah, yeah, college football. So, but, and you know what? I don't hate the Patriots so much as I am jealous of their fans. And their fans annoy me because they get to experience, you know what I'm saying? They just get to win all yeah. the time. Like, I was, yep. so, but, yeah. All right, so we got two, two uh, Patriots, or we got three, uh... I mean, it's it's the Pats, and I mean, I would have loved to see Jacksonville go because they've never gone. My Lions, Detroit Lions, they've never gone. So if Jazz could have gone, maybe one day. Yeah, you could hope the for ja- it. And the Jaguars cool. have the best uniforms. So, dude, I love them. They, yeah, they I, li- I like their colors. Nice. They're dope. So that could count. Nice. They're like the they're like the Oregon Ducks of the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe Seattle's the Oregon Ducks yeah, of the are, NFL. Those are pretty good too. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, honestly, I like the Eagles. The Eagles are kind of. I like their uniforms too. Eh. When they have like the black with the with the green, all right. That, that's, the green's a little dull. Yeah. All right. Well, now now we're moving on. So, all right. So we have. Let's start with all right. This one. This one we can roll into. So, is diet soda okay to drink on occasion? All right. So let, let's go a few few ways with this. So. It, again, everything's on a spectrum, right? So if you're worried, I'm assuming you're worried about, you're not worried about cal- calories per se. Like a lot of people are worried about drinking soda because of all the calories, right? So if you switch to diet, that solves that problem. So then if you're worried about drinking diet soda on occasion, you're worried about the artificial sweeteners and that stuff. So, and here's the thing with that. Obviously, yeah, if you drink no diet soda and consumed no artificial sweeteners, like that would be hedging hedging your bets. That'd be the best option, right? But it's also really extreme. Um, so then it comes down to, you know, there's tons of studies and, and all of that, and, but most of them still don't really know the long-term effects. And, and, and most of the ones that do have negative, that show negative, it's if you're consuming copious amounts of, of this stuff. Yeah. Like you'd have to drink like 30, 30 diet sodas a day, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, again, it comes down to just about how it does with anything, it comes down to moderation. You know, it, the, yep. the dose is the poison, right? Mm-hmm. And for example, Will, like I'm sure you can name a few things, like like name some things that people never think about on a daily basis that like could kill you if if you consume too much. You know, but but we don't. This is my favorite alcohol, exactly. right? It's a straight up Boom. toxin. It's a toxin. You drink too much, you just yeah. die. Your liver fails, <laughs> and you're done. And that's it, yeah. right? Or you, but people still have a glass of wine every night and don't even think about it, like the, the you know the health effects of it. But then you're worried about an artificial sweetener, which has like not like an effect like alcohol does, right? You know, alcohol gets processed and it gets thrown out of the body, right? Yep. Artificial sweeteners do the same thing. Now, like everyone might have like different effects to artificial sweeteners. If they give you a headache, maybe don't drink yeah. it. But the same but with if alcohol, you're having, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't drink alcohol, really, because it makes me feel terrible. Like, not even, like, drunk, but just, like, my body doesn't feel good the next day just after having, like, a drink. You know what I mean? So so I don't drink it, right? Yeah. Moderation would be fine, but I don't touch it. So, yeah, like, that's an example. Or um, I'm trying to think of another one. Well, and, and real quick, too, and we're not saying, like, we're, we're don't drink alcohol. Like, yeah, yeah, just, just an example. Like that's an example where pe- you can – 
you you balance out the pros and cons like because there is pros like alcohol like maybe you feel you know it helps with your stress or you have more fun or you're more uh you put your your guard down a little right but yeah you do or you just enjoy it exactly so same thing if you, you enjoy a diet soda like you drink a diet soda right you know like yep um you know and, and another example is i mean you you can go to like like food right you know if you eat too much food like lots of lots of bad stuff happens um, yeah you, so get obese heart disease diabetes like you can even look at something like um we can get more specific and say something like uh spinach it's spinach yep. is high in oxalates if you eat too many oxalates some people can create kidney stones and you can actually die you can die from consuming too many oxalates like so if you eat enough spinach sh- you will die you know another one mm-hmm. water you yep. drink too much water in a shorter enough amount of time, <laughs> you will die, right? So, you know, the, the dose is, the poison is in the dose, right? Yep. And, again, Absolutely. and you're going to have your hardcore people, but those are all natural things, but they can still kill you, right? You know, so. Yeah, anything, anything in too much of a dose is going to kill you, man. Exactly. So, so yeah. my take is, and here's the thing, like, regularly, I, I don't, like, go out of my way to consume artificial sweeteners, but, uh, you know, if I... I don't know, want to diet soda or eat something, I don't know, some snack on the weekend that has it, like I literally give 0% stress about it or worry about it. Yep. So, and truthfully, I think the trade-offs are worth it. Like if you're someone who drinks 12 regular sodas a day and you're wanting to lose weight, like switching to diet soda is better because getting rid of those calories and losing weight, like losing that extra body fat and going, say, from a obese to a healthy weight is going to have mm-hmm. more proven health benefits than worrying about maybe the possible negative effects of of, yeah. this, of the artificial sweetener. No, absolutely. And I think for a lot of people, it's a step, right? Like you're, you're not going to like immediately hit perfect. Like you said, if you're drinking 12, right, well, however many regular sodas a day, well, just getting a little bit better for you might be drinking the same amount of diet sodas, right? Yep. And then the next thing that happens, like, all right, well, you cut down on the number of diet sodas you drink over time. And then, like, that's the scale we're talking about where, um, yeah, it's not ideal, but it's better than before, right? So you're, just, you're moving in the right direction. And for a lot of people, like, that's the move. Like, that is the ver- like a, a very positive thing they can do um, to slowly get better over time, you know? So not expecting perfect, but just, you know, being okay with getting a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, and leading off of that, it's not to pick on the question, but is it okay to have diet soda? Um, well, maybe, maybe rephrasing that question to, is this getting me toward my goal? Mm-hmm. And for some of you, yes, it is. It's your next step. Mm-hmm. Try it. Um, and, and for others, I mean, you can answer. And if you say no, then, you know, trust your gut and don't, don't have it. Yep. But, um, you know, the, is it okay? Is it not okay? It's just, it's, it's too broad. And it brings about a lot of unnecessary guilt. Um, rephrase the question maybe to, uh, to something like that. Mm, ben, mm. look at that. Look at that segue. I'm going to use that to segue into the next question and, and emphasize like, dude, that almost is the solution to anything. Like ask your question with, in that way, like how does, you know, X, Y, Z align with my goals? So, so with that, the next question we're going to go into is so someone asked what should be avoided when searching for healthy recipes? For example, oh. would a can of cream of soup in a recipe at dinner be, quote-unquote, cheating? All right, so there, there's a lot to unpack in this one. Uh, so so yep. real quick, the, 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 my, our answer right off the bat is, well, what's your goal, right? So because yep. ultimately, you know, whether you, you know, we want to eat healthy and get the nutrients we need, but, but beyond us 
getting enough. Like you don't get an award for like having the most nutrients, right? Like like you need some yeah. vitamin C, but like you're not going to be judged on did you get the most vitamin C, right? Like so beyond our essential nutrients, like food is food. Like it's just calories. It's just energy, right? So what happens a lot of times when people are eating healthy and loading up, they, they, they almost use that a little bit as an excuse to just eat a ton of food, right? So when you're picking healthy recipes out, I mean, worrying about is something cheating or, or, or should I take away or add something comes down to, well, what's your goal? Like, are you trying to lose weight? Yeah, then adding calories that are just basically energy calories at that point, yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to help. So, but that's not cheating either. Like, you can't look at it as cheating. You need to say, hey, my goal is this, and I'm doing things to, uh, to, to, to achieve this goal. That should look like that should feel like winning, not cheating. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah, and not like I feel like when you ask the question, "Is it cheating?" Then you like, then you're like attaching shame to it. Exactly. You know, if you do have it, rather than just looking at it objectively, like, "All right, is this helping me? Is it not? It, it is this in line with my goals?" Like you were just saying. And if it is, if you're like maintaining and you're okay, and you just yeah. like how it tastes, and that's okay. But if you want to get leaner. You have to start. You can't have those just extra calories that aren't nutrient dense, that are really easy to consume, and things like that. So it's just something to look at based on where where are you going or where do you want to go. Exactly, and a simple solution. So again, we we know we're going to take cheating and like ball that up and throw throw it out. So really, like this, there'd be a different answer for two different people. If someone's like trying to build muscle and maybe gain weight, maybe they're a little underweight, then adding a can of cream of soup would be great because it's just going to be extra calories in kind of a liquid form that are going to like add calories Easy to, consume. to, to yeah. your meal, right? But if you're trying to lose weight, it's you'd probably be better off going with like a tomato soup or just some kind of broth, right? Because then the, yep. then you're still getting the effect, but but you're not adding calories, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and ultimately when you are picking healthy recipes and your goal is to lose weight, so when it comes down to the first part of the question, what should be avoided when searching for healthy recipes? I would say like added, um, kind of like added refined food, right? Like like oils and liquids, you know, like I'll creams. Like creams are usually just like just it, that's just for know, more dense fla- and, and it's fat. just for more flavor, right? It's, it's yeah. food reward. It's to make it t- taste yep. better. But at some point, there's a trade off. Like you want to lose weight, like your food can't taste as good, uh, you know, like. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. the bottom line. So um, now you can find find like recipes that you enjoy and like you, that that you do enjoy. Like, would you enjoy them as much as the full fledged versions? Like, no, you know. But that's the way it is. So it's but yep. it's finding that balance. Um, so yeah. So so hopefully, you know, for a lot of, a lot of y'all, you know, like you like really drill that in. Like what Ben said, um, it really just well. What's your goal? Like when you set your goal. You, you're basically agreeing that you have to change things about your behaviors. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. You know, and, is, and if you don't... Is, is, go ahead. Oh, okay, I was going to say, then are these choices a reflection of the behavioral change or maybe something that you would have uh, done before um, when you weren't going after this goal? And I think maybe that feeling of cheating comes about when you know... Uh, this is kind of a step backwards or this is something I would have done and so it feels like a cheat if I actually go forward I think you've answered your question I mean again it's not wrong and it is a part of all of our goals to you know 
have things that aren't quite on menu all the time for the you know, calorie bumps or, or just to, to kind of relax stress-wise, but um, understanding uh, you know, where you are in your week and how many times you've done this, uh, is this going against or is this going for the goal that I'm actually, uh, I'm actually going after? Yep. So, mm. on fire. Yeah. Yeah. On fire. So yeah. So so there you go. So really, you know, it's all about. Ultimately, it comes down to adding calories and taking away calories to a certain point. Like people, yep. you kind of want to get yet. Yeah, like for example, we had a client we were working with who who uses a lot of olive oil, but her goal is also to lose weight, right? So an olive oil is super healthy. Like it's one of the healthiest things on the planet. But let's step back, right? Olive oil is still a refined food. Right. Like it's like it's pressed olives in a nice, convenient bottle, you know, in a huge mm-hmm. bottle that you can conveniently pour and use. Right now. What if I told you if you want an olive oil, you had to go climb a tree, pick the olives, press them and, and then get it, get it on your food. Mm-hmm. Would you be using as much oil? Would it be as convenient? You know, so it's understanding like you, you have to understand, like, even though it's super healthy, it still comes down to, to the portions and like, is it? Is it the best idea? So we were talking about this earlier. You could take a healthy meal, like hey, let's say a, a grill, nice little baked chicken thigh with um, with two little red potatoes, right? Like a 350 calorie little meal, right? And then you could, without even thinking about it, pour some olive oil on it, which is healthy. You're adding something healthy to the recipe, so it feels good, right? But you could easily three tablespoons would be 600 calories. So you took, which is real easy to coat everything yeah, in. And by you're the just way. coating it, and then you're still looking at your plate, and you're like, "Oh, I have my nice portion of protein, my nice portion of healthy same carbs." Same amount of food looks like the same amount of food, but really, you just took it from 350 calories to almost a thousand to like 950, right? Mm-hmm. So now, is that bad? I don't know. What's your goal? What are you trying to do? Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Uh, yeah, if you're like, does that does that fit in? Yeah, if you're 19 years old and you're 130 pounds and you're trying to like make the football team, like that's that's amazing. You should you should pull, that, yeah. pour olive oil on everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or if you're Diego who <laughs> is just trying his best to get calories and is sick of eating food, then you got to pour olive oil on everything. Yeah. But if you're not, if you're trying to get leaner, then adding those extra mm-hmm. calories that really like don't affect your hunger too much. You know, it's not a whole lot of substance. There's no fiber in it. There's nothing that's going to keep you or m- make you full, like say protein yeah. or vegetables would, then it's just so easy to, to down yeah. them. You know, it's literally like you're using it to make your food taste better. Right. So it's a condiment. So, so, yeah. okay. If your goal is to lose weight, yeah, you're not, like, then say what trade off can I make? Okay. Maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't use olive oil. And, but you could use mustard or hot sauce, like a condiment that's calorie free. Um, yep. You know, that's, that's the trade off. So, and again, it comes down to behaviors, like the, a certain behavior gets you to a certain point. So then if you want to go to another point, you just got to find the little behaviors you want to change. And, and none of them are, doesn't mean something's good or bad. It's just finding what you want, what you need. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I got a really weird Twilight Zone black mirror thing that you, uh, you kind of brought on when you, when you said, there's no award for the most nutrients that you can get or something. That was, that was pretty funny. So I don't know why I thought this, but like picture yourself in this world where protein and carbs didn't build muscle, but vitamin C. <laughs> vitamin C built muscle. <laughs> like, like instead of beef and rice, it's, it's oranges and rice yeah. are like, like, just like start putting that together. I'm just thinking, how do you, That would be so how, weird. How do yeah. I, yeah, like I got to refuel after a tough workout and you just, 
you know those vitamin C packs? Like, yeah, it's like yeah, you're trying to like pound in as much vitamin C as you can, <laughs> and you're drinking like this orange drink as as yep. your protein yeah. shake. Yeah, maybe, maybe protein helped you when you were sick or something. Mm. Oh man, well, I mean, is that a world you'd want to live in? I don't know. You know what? I say no because I like the way I live now. Yeah. However, yeah. if I just grew up in that, that's fine. You know, I'm sure I love oranges and, and anything with vitamin C, so I guess it'd be all right. Yeah. But, but, it's, what is, but it's funny you say that, Ben. I mean, that's what, ha- that's what happens, especially now with, like, the keto craze and all that. Like, people, you hear, oh, like, olive oil is healthy, like, monounsaturated fats. Like, your body needs fats. This is all, it's yeah. all true. Like, monounsaturated Completely fats are true. healthy. Yeah. Your body needs fat to do certain processes in the body. But here's the thing, like, it only needs like 20, 30 grams, right? Like technically I think it's 20, mm-hmm. 20 grams of, of fats to, to, to help for fat sol- soluble vitamins to do their thing. And beyond that, yeah. like once you're getting like the protein that you need, your body needs, the, the fats that your body need, the, gr- the grams. Um, it's all extra. Then, then it's about, then it's, it's extra. Then food is just calories and fuel. And then that comes down to like finding the balance for you, the individual, yeah. If you're a uh-huh. if you're a college football player, you're going to need more calories than a, a stay-at-home mom, right? You know, so who, you know, if you weigh 200 pounds, you're going to need more calories than someone who weighs 150 pounds. Um, so whether you get those calories from olive oil or bread, like you know, it's cal- it's fuel. So it, it's finding that balance. Now, obviously, like olive oil, if you're going to get some of those extra fuel calories up to a point has some nutrients, but, but essentially you only need, but so much, right? Like come back to vitamin yep. C, if, say for whatever reason, you were like an orange addict and you're like, well, I w- I'm going to eat 40 oranges a day. <laughs> like, Damn, dude, can you imagine the, the poops you'd get with 40 oh, oranges a day? Okay. Well, let, let's, let's do a little <laughs> orange juice. I just occurred to me. <laughs> let's take the fiber out of the equation and say orange juice, which is a perfect Ooh. example, right? People feel healthy about drinking a ton of orange juice, but eventually if you're going, Oh, you're going to get me started. If you're going you're over, gonna, you're going to get me it's going. It's easier to, to do, right? Like you can drink 15 oranges in orange juice, but you're not going to eat 15 oranges. But, any, but anyway, yeah, exactly. You're going to start to feel sick. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but let's go back to the vitamin C. If you're like, uh, feeling good because you're like, oh, I'm getting vitamin C. Well, at some point you got enough and you're just consuming extra calories and you're just taking more calories than you need. And that's how you gain weight. Yep. So. Yep. Can, can we just take a moment? And juice is like oil, right? It's just. Yeah. Let, let's talk about orange juice real quick because somebody with a lot of money to make did a really good job of making people think that orange juice is good for you. Mm. When in reality, like you're basically – Drinking Kool-Aid with a little vitamin C and potassium sprinkled in, right? And the fact that, like, people still drink it, especially when they're sick. Like, all you're doing is drinking a bunch of sugar that's not good for you when you're sick. That's doing pretty much nothing for you. So, but somebody did a good job of really convincing everybody that we need to drink orange juice because it has a ton of vitamin C and all this other crap. And it's my least favorite thing in the world. I love how orange juice tastes, but you're drinking Kool-Aid. So please don't think it's a healthy choice. All right. There's way better things you could drink or drink an orange or eat an orange instead of drinking a glass of orange juice. That way you're getting some fiber. Um, or if you like, if you like orange juice and you're cool with the fact you're drinking a ton of sugar, cool. You live your life the way you want to. But I'm just sick of people thinking that orange juice is just amazing choice there's no repercussions for it and they give their kids like three glasses a day and you might as well just like give them soda yeah so and, it, and it, yeah i'm done that's yeah, it, and it com- i'll shut that off and it comes back <laughs> to like the olive oil thing it's like yeah we're not 
anti or pro fat or carbs. Like it's not like we're bashing olive oil. No. It's it's refined and easy to to use a lot of extra olive oil. Same thing. Yeah, it's easy to overconsume. Like anything. Fruit, like juice fruit is a carb. Like, but yeah. if you eat juices, which are carbs, like they're easy to overconsume. Like you can guzzle back yep. a sixteen ounce glass in what? Like literally, like a minute and a half. You know? I mean, you could chug it oh. if you want it, right? Yeah. So, and same thing like olives. Like how many olives can you eat? before you get full versus how much olive oil could you consume? Yep. You know, and, and, like that's another good way to look at and it. Here's the thing. Both these things are typically in addition to your meal, you know, like Ooh. you already have a meal of food. Then you're adding like calories and calories of oil or you're adding a drink. You're not thinking of that as food and calories. You're like, oh, this is a beverage with my meal. So yeah, not, not a good place mm. to be. Nope. So, so here's it. So, so essentially, Go eat an orange or, or buy some olives <laughs> and, eat, and eat them that way. You know, another perfect example for people who kind of overdo nuts is like buy the nuts in the shell and yep. then see, oh, wait a second. All of a sudden. And then do that do work. Do you think it's natural to like just eat bags of almonds, like just grabbing them one at a time? Have you ever seen an almond, like have ch- cracked an almond shell, like one almond, the work it takes to get one almond? Dude, then like you, you, you end up eating like six because yeah, like you got to crack them, which is how they should be consumed if you are consuming them, right? Like a couple, not 35 almonds, which is like 500 calories. And I have no idea if that's right or not, but I'm just, you know, throwing a number out there. Mother nature just knows. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly don't remember what the question was, but I'm pretty sure we answered it with a lot of like extraneous detail. And a rant. There so and rant. Let's move on. Let's let you know what. Let's zen, clean slate. Let's, let's let's zen it out a little bit. Mm, everybody take a nice deep breath in through your nose. <laughs> Put your phones away. With that being said, look look at these segues today. Damn, we're, we're gonna move it. into the last question. We're gonna we're gonna deal with. It's gonna be deal with. <laughs> where'd it go? It is the best way to be more mindful or stress less. I think let's hand this to the Zen master. Um, yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, shaman Ben. <laughs> I mean, I guess that could be taken in a few different ways. Uh, stressless just uh, in general is kind of how we'll go forward with it. Maybe we can come off with uh, some some tangents or rants to help us out. But uh, How about you break, yeah, you break it? Because it's almost like two things, right? Best way to be more mindful or mm. stressless. Stressless. Yes. That, two and, and, and really one idea. leads to the other, right? Yep. It does. Yeah, so I mean, t- how to be mindful, uh, that is controlling your mind, uh, not... Not just uh, being a victim of your own emotion and, and thought processes that you have, but just to be able to be uh, yeah, mindful, in control. Um, Present. The best way to get better at that is to practice it. So meditation mm-hmm. is the practice of being mindful, um, learning how to let thoughts come and go um, and without attaching too many feeling tones to them or letting them pull you and hook you, um, but just letting the thoughts be what they are and, and letting them pass. Um, Spending time doing that and practicing that technique, like through meditation, can just make you better, make you more mindful. Um, in the middle of a, of a crazy situation, it's a lot harder to just out of nowhere 
control the mind, realize I have nothing to be afraid of here, or you know, I do know what's going on, or whatever it is that you're, that you're stressing or, or fearing. Um, but practicing that in you know, the silence of your own home or maybe on the way somewhere uh, can really, it's just like any skill. You just get better at it and, uh, and will translate to, yeah, okay, this is a more stressful situation or this is a more difficult situation. I don't know how to feel or, or my thoughts are going so fast that I'm not sure what's going on. Um, to be able to take those breaths and to, um, I mean, just kind of remember the important things. Remember when the thoughts come, they don't have to be entertained or they don't have to pull us. But we, um, we attribute uh, our own kind of thoughts on those and, and uh, uh, controls on those. So practice it. Yeah. Um, mm. Being more mindful is, is, is so meditating. So you're telling me it's like working out. <laughs> it's exactly and you gotta like practice. working out. You got to work out your mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Train it. It is a skill. It is, absolutely. And one that I think, so in, within the question, best way to be more mindful or stress less. So ultimately, I think being more mindful and more present helps you stress less because what do we stress about the most, right? Like when we're sitting, sitting around being stressed, it's about something that might happen in the future, right? Yep. Which means you're not being mindful and present. You know, you're, you're thinking and worried about the future. Yep, And that's where meditation is like a great thing to practice because the whole point of meditation is just to like be in the present moment, like focus on your breathing. It's just to be. Just to be. So Ooh, it, cool. it, it, if you dig into it more. I got to go. It's a, it's a st- like you get into these states of flow, you know, you know, like when you're playing mm-hmm. a sport and it's like you're just acting and performing and doing without thinking. You're just doing, You man. get in that zone like that. That's being super present and, and mindful. Um, yep. I mean, I'm sure y'all have experienced it like with, with your job, right? Like, you know, when you're mm-hmm. coaching yeah. and sometimes you're maybe what, for whatever reason, you got something on your mind, like you're not at your best. Right. And but then yep. you have those times where you go through a class and it's like you're in the zone. You're not thinking. Oh, dude. Um, you're on, all yeah. your jokes are hitting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. See, those are the days. And it's like but then you get done at the end of the day. You're like, holy shit. It's all, like it's already time to leave. And like time seems to go a lot faster you feel like, like I can remember everything I did, but I, I feel like I had no like extraneous, like outside thoughts. You know what I mean? It was literally just like person to person. All the jokes were hitting, just everything was going right. And like, those are the days where I like thought about nothing else. Like there was nothing on my mind, but what I was doing in the moment. Like I think yesterday and what's today, Thursday, mm-hmm. yesterday and one day last week, like good examples of it. Like everything was hitting, it was nice and busy. Just coaching it up every time a class ended, I'm like, holy crap, like we're already done, you know, like, and that, I mean, that happens when you're in the moment, not checking your phone and I'll be the first one to admit that I am terrible, terrible about that just through my whole day. Um, but yeah, like definitely happens and, and they're really good days when they do happen. Yeah. And to play off of it, we were talking a little beforehand, you know, with Ben, like Ben's the best person I know at, uh, I guess being mindful in that. For example, like I, I have a problem too. If I'm near my phone, I'm always checking it and, and everything, right? And you can mm-hmm. you can text Ben and not get a response for like three hours, which means or a, or a whole day yeah. or or longer. Which either yeah. means a it depends. He's really good at it. Depends on how mindful he's being at the yeah. time, or he's just ignoring me. But yeah, which is okay. You know, you're allowed to do that. I guess but he mentioned, and again, it's like this. We've talked about this before, like your environment and like giving yourself a chance. He mentioned, oh well, if I'm charging my phone. 
it will be upstairs in the bedroom charging and he'll be downstairs, right? Whereas like, that's a perfect example. If, you're, if your phone's within arm's reach from you, like you're probably gonna check it, right? But if it's upstairs yep. in another room, like the odds of you checking it are like a lot less, you know? It's it's true. I don't I don't think willpower wise. I don't think that I'm uh, I'm any better at that. But but definitely. Uh, and, and I actually want to lead that into the the second half of the question too about um, about being stressed less. Um, that one's actually a lot more simple. Stress is caused. I mean, so yeah, from not only anticipating, but a lot of times it's just caused from you you didn't make a decision, and and actually either trust your decision, uh, stick with your decision, or yeah, I mean you're off somewhere else in your own mind. But um, it's really, stress is when you want something, but you didn't decide to do it, or you, you, uh, you, you suffer because you don't have whatever it is that you um, were after. So the question then becomes, well, could I have gotten that? Or was, are there any other decisions I could have made to um, basically get closer to whatever it is that I want? You know what? There's a lot of things you can't control. Yep, and that right there is is a, a huge cause of stressors. The people who who spend time thinking about all the things they can't control, um, wishing they had they have the things that they can't get, um, that's what causes a lot of the stress that people go through. That that literally it's a dead end. You you cannot spend time thinking about things you can't control. Gary just posted an awesome list. I think it was like fifteen uh, different items. It was good. Of things you that was can't a good control. Post, man. Uh, I'm telling you right now, if you if you simply just took away from this podcast that uh, I'm going to focus on the things that I can control, make decisions to influence the things I can control, and then let go of the things that I can't control, um, you have achieved your stresslessness that you're looking for. Yeah. Um, identifying what those things are in the midst of, of it is difficult, but honestly, through through meditation and, and being mindful you're a lot more likely to catch, I'm really upset about this, but oh, that's right, I can't control the fact that it's cold outside or that it's raining or whatever. Um, that's something that we all kind of have to live with. So while I am upset about it, knowing that I can't do anything about it might lead you a little bit closer to acceptance and then focusing on, well, thank God, at least I'm inside <laughs> you know, right yeah. now. And, and, then, and then going about your day. It's, it's really a, a mindset change of, of understanding, yeah. Like, I can make a decision to go after something I can't control, that's where you want to spend your energy because you will feel very good when you make it a good decision. Where something you can't control, nothing you can change about your, there's something you can change about your environment, um, don't be mad about it. Instead, uh, accept where you're at and what you're doing and then, um, yeah, focus on the things that you can influence. Mm. I feel like we need to get Ben to publish a book. Mm. <laughs> but then, then he would have to like, Right. Yeah. Uh, you know what? If he wants to dictate it, I'll write it. <laughs> Get one of those. Kind of like it. how celebrities do it. Yep. I'll just have like a little tape recorder <laughs> on me at all times and just like take all his little bits and then organize them in a book. Um, yeah. And you know what? So like that was a lot. So like action steps for that. Like what could somebody do like today, right now, when they get home from work, whatever, to – yeah. impact this so yeah so i, I guess uh, action step easiest thing would be to uh wait to get triggered we're all going to get triggered at some point today um and then when you get triggered this is the hardest part but be a, start learning how to kind of do that self-reflection during that triggering so wow, i'm upset actually ask yourself okay 
what is the cause of, of, you know, why am I getting mad? Well, it's this. Next question, is that something I can control? Is there anything I can do right now reasonably to influence this, this, uh, this situation or problem or whatever it is in a positive way? Um, somebody at work may be really mad. Okay, nothing you can do about it right now. Um, well, my, my spouse is, is you know, pissing me off right now. Um, is there some, well, actually, yeah, I could actually have a, have a discussion right now or I could do this. You have to make that clear. Otherwise, you're going to just, you're going to drown in your own stress and confusion and wonder and, and end up kind of mad at yourself the whole time, even though there may have been nothing you could have done about it. And that waste of energy is the thing that takes away from your gym experience the next time you come in the morning. It takes away from that little bit of willpower you needed to not grab the candy jar at work the next day. Mm-hmm. All that stuff does build up. So I would say action step, you know, step one, recognize, okay, I'm, you know, I'm losing kind of my mindfulness. I'm losing kind of control of the emotion. And then number two, deciding right then, is this something I can control or do something with, or is it not? And if it's not, go toward acceptance. I'm telling you, it's, it's the right, yep. it's the right way to go. And I'll, I'm going to tack onto that just with kind of regards to kind of blending the mindfulness in. Like if you find yourself in a situation like Ben was just describing where you're like, okay, why am I mad? Or why, you know, why does this upset me? Whatever it may be. Um, instead of immediately diving into what you normally use to like cover it up or not think about it or whatever. So for some people it's food, some people it's Mm. Facebook, some people it's drugs or alcohol, like whatever it may be. Um, you know, like just ask yourself the question before you dive into your immediate response of I'm stressed, I need a glass of wine. And I'm not saying that like, yeah, you shouldn't drink or you shouldn't, you know, eat food, but just know like instead of just piling that on and making yourself feel good in the moment and then burying the problem, like face it a little bit, you know, don't bury yourself in your phone. And like, I know we all do it. And like I said, I'm extremely guilty of this, but you know, take a second, take a step back, process it. Cause that's a lot of times where a lot of stress and anxiety comes from is not processing like you're supposed to, like you're allowed to feel an emotion. You're allowed to be upset. It's okay to go through it. It's okay. Like, to not immediately feel good right afterwards as part of being a human being. Um, but yeah, so before you just dive in and realize like, what do you do when you're stressed? Like, what do you immediately reach for? You know, is, is it food? Like, do you immediately go get, you know, um, a donut? Or do you immediately go for a glass of wine? Or do you play a computer game? Or do you just dig into your phone and, and just spend four hours on Facebook? to avoid like facing what's going on. So that's part of it too, is like don't just immediately shoot for that escape because those is, those times that you're continuously escaping, like those problems, they add up. So, you know, just face it a little bit more and don't be so, you know, distracted from, you know, your, your ordinary life. Yeah, that's awesome. And over time that, that does get easier. You, you can break a cycle. Like, like what was saying, if you, if you reach for, if you go for food every single time, like that's the cycle, you don't process, you go for food. He's right. It, it leads to that crash. Um, even, even if you literally took two seconds to process, oh, and then I, and then I failed this other time, you, you've broken the cycle. And when you, when you break a cycle like that, it's, you've basically, uh, you know, you made the God bleed, right? Like you're going to be able to influence Damn. that. Next time will be a little bit easier. Time after that, you'll be able to actually process enough. And one day, yeah, maybe you don't actually need to grab that food because you have found a new way to self-manage. Um, yeah. 
there is hope. Mm -hmm. There's hope. Mm -hmm. And some easy replacements are uh, for kind of stress relief, like instead of eating or doing lines of heroin. Do you do lines of heroin? You don't do lines of heroin. Nah, Jesus. <laughs> do lines of coke. I mean, and I guess you could I do lines of heroin. Strict. I wouldn't do that. I don't think any. Like, I'm sure people have done it, but I don't. I think you, you smoke it or or you you shoot yeah, you it shoot right. It's, it's yeah. not, yeah, it's you know what? Pablo. I yeah, saw yeah, Pablo. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. I saw Pablo Escobar special last night, so I, I had all the drugs mixed up in my mind. He had coke. He had cocaine on the mind. That's what it is. <laughs> so instead of that, uh -huh. you could call a friend. You could mm -hmm. take a bath. Ooh. You could. Uh, go for a you walk. Could go for a walk. You could listen to music. Those, those are the ones that I would prefer, and they're all simple, right? You know. So. Yep. Um, so yeah, you, and and again, it takes practice. Like you may then like resort to food right away after another bad day at work. But just say no. Like I'm going to replace this with with uh, list throwing on headphones and listening to John Mayer or whatever. And uh, and then each time that happens, you you. Not saying that I do that, but <laughs> just as good as John. Uh -huh. Just as good. <laughs> John Mayer was an example. Uh, okay, but yeah. uh, milk chocolate for years. But yeah, you just slowly replace <laughs> replace that habit with with another one. So, mm -mm -mm. Uh, milk chocolate for your ears. <laughs> After this podcast, Jesus. I'm gonna throw on some John Mayer and shoot some heroin. I bet you are. <laughs> Jesus, that got heavy real quick. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about just going and getting some food, but just if you're buy them. yeah, if you're gonna go that deep, damn, and then, and then go for a walk. Right? Yeah, there you go. I'm starting to wonder if anyone should listen to our advice. I don't think they should. I don't. Do we even know what we're talking about? Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Let's leave it at that. Let's let people stew on it. I was gonna say. I was, yeah. I was gonna play my song, but it was John Mayer, so we'll save it for this week. Yeah, maybe like, yeah, maybe just let them stew on on yeah. what we said. Pull up some. Uh, your body is a wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> so here, here, I want to summarize the takeaways for today because we were all over the place. Takeaways for today: When you are looking for recipes, one, check your goals. What am I? You know, what do I want to do? Um, but just knowing that it's easy to. Um, add a lot of calories with like, you know, processed things like oils and juices and, and whatnot. So just keeping those in check. Um, be a little more mindful. Process your emotions a little better. Don't avoid things by just diving into an activity that makes you feel good in the moment or just keeps your mind away from, from what you're doing. So just practice checking in with yourself and, um, you know, just being aware of where you're at and, and kind of living in the moment rather than stressing about what you can and can't do and, and all that. There we go. All right. I think it's uh, let's sign off. Check it out. And if you're if you are, uh, you always hit us up. You know through our Instagram or email. If you live in the coastal Virginia area, you can check us out at our gym. The website's coastalfitnessva.com. Or if you're interested in any kind of like online nutrition coaching or anything like that, my website garydeagle.com. You can hit hit me up there. My email's on there. And uh, yeah, we like we like getting questions and, and everyone giving us feedback. So let us know. Just remember, there's no such thing as a real world, just a lie. You got to rise above. Mm. Look at you. Oh, I know. The, the <laughs> listeners know. You don't have to tell them. Uh, I hope they, they do. Know. They know. Oh, oh my God. All right, signing off. <laughs> See you. Bye. Bye.